This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. The JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard holding it down in New York City. You could be holding it down wherever you at. I don't know where you are. At work, at home, on the road. You could be Uber driving, Lyft driving, Amazon driving, ambulance driving. I don't know what you driving. I'm happy that you're here. Shout out to the bartenders too. Restaurant workers, hospitality workers, hotel, people in the hospital. Different type of hospitality. I'm going to be hanging out with you for one more hour. After that, they're going to tell me to shut up and leave. And that's okay. I've been here for three hours. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific every single weeknight. And it's Thursday, which meant or means that we have Thursday night football. The Chicago Bears beat the Carolina Panthers. The final score is 16 to 13. Chicago Bears improved their record to 3-7. and seven. Still ugly, still bad. And Carolina, even worse. Their record is 1-8. and eight. And unfortunately, being bad is not going to pay off because the Carolina Panthers, they drafted Bryce Young number one overall. They got that pick from the Bears. And in exchange, the Bears have the Panthers' first-round pick in 2024. And so if Bryce Young is going to suck, the team is going to be awful. The Bears get their pick, which at this point is going to be number one overall. And at this point, the Bears will also own their own first round pick, which will likely be right now today would have been five. So being bad for Carolina this season, not necessarily going to pay off. This is bad in Chicago. This was, well, first of all, this was an ugly game. Field goals all over the damn place. So we'll, we'll continue talking about it. Before we went to break, we also kind of, Just tease Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss, being sued. I don't want to say for being insensitive, but they had a defensive lineman. He said that he was suffering from depression, having issues showing up. And uh, Lane Kiffin sounded a little insensitive about his situation. We'll, We'll hear Lane Kiffin go crazy in a few minutes. But let's get back to this Thursday night football game, and let's just get to the point. There were only a few exciting plays, if I want to call them that. And so let's start off. This was a touchdown early. The Panthers actually scored. Yeah, touchdown. They only won. A 79-yard punt return 
to get things going early in the first. Listen to this. Panthers Radio Network. Gill's punt chases Smith Marset inside the 25, breaks a tackle, gets the 25. He's got the 30, 35, 40. Smith Marset's got a chance. He's got midfield down the right sideline, 35, past the punter, still in bounds, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Amir Smith Marset, 76 yards, house call. And then we saw a bunch of field goals. Too many damn field goals. A lot of them. Until Deontay Foreman. Came through a four-yard rushing touchdown in the third to, to, to put the Bears on top with the extra point, 16-10. to 10. This is from the Bears radio network. Second down and goal at the four-yard line. Beji with a back to his right. Mooney in motion. He hands off. Foreman twisting, diving into the end zone for the touchdown. Touchdown. Bears have the lead. 15-10 on a three-yard Run, four-yard run by the big hoss, Deontay Foreman against his old team. Number 21 is in the end zone. Went into the end zone, yeah. There he goes. It's 16-10. to 10. Carolina would pull even closer. 13-16. to 16. And then with about a minute and 40 seconds left on the clock, the Carolina Panthers had an opportunity to tie it. This is fourth down. You either go for it. Or you kick the ball and try to tie the game. The Panthers tried to tie the game. Listen to this. This is what happened. His career long is 56. 140 to go. Panthers have two timeouts. So if they don't make this, the Bears win it with a first down. Chance in the snap. Hecker puts it down. Pinero's kick is up. It's not going to get there. It's short. The kick is no good, and Chicago takes over near midfield. The Panthers still have two timeouts. There's 135 to go, and the only chance now for Carolina, you have to get Chicago off the field with a three and out. A first down ends the game. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. They got the first down. The game is over. Chicago won 16-13. to Tyson Bajan, now his fourth start in place of Justin Fields, who's been dealing with that dislocated thumb. Tyson Bajan, 162 yards passing, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. He also didn't get sacked one damn time. Bryce Young, 185 yards passing, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. He was sacked three times. I know people are expecting a whole hell of a lot more from this uh, number one overall draft pick. Listen, folks, it is still season number one. I get it. C.J. Stroud is having one of the best rookie seasons by a quarterback ever. I think 14 touchdowns to only one interception. That ain't in the cards for everybody. Don't quit on Bryce Young. Don't quit yet. Bryce Young spoke after the game. And, yes, he talked about how terrible he is and how they need to be better. Listen. Yeah, we're all frustrated. It's a frustrating situation to be in. It's not who, not who we are, not who we want to be, but that's what the – we are we put on tape. We are we put in the field, and we have to be better. Our defense, ball, great game, start to finish. We have to be better. I have to be better, first and foremost. I have to be, I have to be a lot better. So, you know, we have to be better. We, we – it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, 
and that's not me. That's not just me. That, that's everyone. You know, we're competitors. Losing is, is frustrating. It is. Montez Sweat, the latest or newest Chicago Bear, also got that new contract. He didn't get credited for a sack, but he hit this man, Bryce Young, three times. He spoke to Amazon after the game with Kaylee Harding, and uh, he talked about the W. Yeah, it was a full team effort. All 11 guys to the ball. The guys in the back end did a great job. But my fellow partners up front, man, they was getting after the queue, man. It was, a, it was a great effort by the whole team. Can you describe the mentality that you brought when you showed up in Chicago one week ago? Because Eddie Jackson told me you immediately upped the energy level of this defense. Yeah, man, I'm just trying to get in where I fit in, uh, find my sweet spot, man, and just keep on going, man, and just uh, lean on my brothers. How much more comfortable did you feel in this defense, game two, compared to game one? I felt a lot more comfortable. I was more familiar with the calls and stuff like that, but there's still some tweaks and ins and outs that I got to that I got to get around, and I, I'm sure that was coming by as the season go around. I know you've been focused on the defense, but what can you say about Tyson Bajan and the way he is owning this moment? Yeah, he did great. Uh, man, the biggest thing was no turnovers. Uh, so the. Coach Gibbs kept on saying the ball, the ball, the ball. As long as we take it and we got to start creating some turnovers, then we'll be all right. All right. Chicago Bears got the Detroit Lions next. I'm not so sure that Tyson Bajant will be out there. I assume Justin Fields will be healthy, will be back. And this is basically a real showcase. This entire season was supposed to be a showcase for Justin Fields. And he wowed at certain points. I think there was that one week. Span of two games in like five days, he threw like eight touchdowns. And in the very next game, he looked like he was completely lost. And I think he's done. Not not this year, but as a Chicago Bears starting quarterback, uh, they're going to take a QB. I'd be surprised if they don't. I think it, it makes all the sense in the world for Ryan Poles. If he wants to protect his own job status, if he wants to provide himself his own runway, he needs to draft his own quarterback and doing that just to protect and cover his own ass it extends his own runway for at minimum another three years i'd take a qb i'd be like hey i didn't draft him i didn't take him pace took him i'm poles don't get the two ryans confused give me my time 855-212-4cbs let's get to some of your calls and then I want you to hear uh, Lane Kiffin lose his mind against one of his players in a private meeting. Aaron is calling from New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man. How you doing, man? I just had uh, I had to call you up, man. It almost got me up out of my sleep, man, when I heard the guy commenting on uh, Bryce Young and uh, trashing him out, man. I just uh, want to give a little history to some folks that may have just came out of a cave for the past, you know, 10 years or so. I lived in the Carolinas for 14 years. And even with Cam Newton being an MVP, they never, ever invested in an offensive line. They never, ever went for a number one draft pick offensive line. They never took pride into protection for their quarterback, no matter which caliber quarterback they ever had. Now, with saying that, the year that they went to the Super Bowl, they got Michael Orr on his last leg and was able to give Cam Newton over two seconds inside of the pocket. And they were able to lead the league in offense. 
it just shows how important it is to have an offensive line, regardless to whomever. And like you say, this is his first year. This is a pure athlete, and he is a competitor, and he comes from winning. So you can't just throw him out to the wolves just yet. <laughs> I think with the development and some help around him with protection, it would give him time. I believe he will make the correct decisions. Yeah. I hope so, and thank you, Aaron, for calling from New Orleans. Uh, we do see a new owner here in, in, in David uh, Tepper. Scott Fitterer has to go ahead and, and build out around him. I mean, it's it's tough. I always say this is not a difficult thing to understand or comprehend. The worst teams get to pick the best players. The best players don't necessarily wake up, roll into the team, and all of a sudden make them better. It, it does not work that way. There's a process there. They didn't draft him and an offensive line. They only drafted Bryce Young. And unfortunately, uh, the investment of bringing in Bryce Young also meant that this season, when this season concludes in 2024, that they're not going to have their first-round pick. And so the, the, the short of it is, has Bryce Young looked great? No, he has not. The team has looked bad as an overall it doesn't mean that he sucks. It doesn't mean that he's a bust. So let's let's slow down. 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk to Travis. Call him from Fairfax. You're on CBS Sports Radio. The great thing I want to call you, young man, God bless you as always, is that I want to ask you like tonight, and you've been talking about earlier, this game was trash. Obviously, who cares? But these two teams, on the draft next year are number one, Carolina, compensatory Chicago, and number three, and Chicago. Am I correct? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't have it in front of me, but I think the New York right, Giants. Is, today, oh, hold on. Well, hold on. Hold on. Damn. You asked me a question. Can I finish talking? Yes, sir. Thank you. There's two things here. Somewhere in there, the New York Giants are, are, are kind of smashed in there. That's, that's number one. And number two, it's also kind of irrelevant what's one, two, three, four, and five because we still have about seven, eight more weeks to go in the NFL season. But go ahead, please. My, my point to you on that was, and I'm sorry I interrupted you, my point to you was what I saw today on a figure on TV was one, Carolina, the two behind it, with Chicago. And well, well, Travis, said, wow. Travis, that, that, that has changed from what you saw on TV today has changed post tonight. And so what Obviously. I'm, what I'm telling you now is it, what that exact order is now irrelevant. We just had a conversation okay. with a gentleman about 10 or 15 minutes ago who talked about something that he heard on the radio earlier today where the pick yeah. for Chicago, especially with tonight's win, can be anywhere from 1-5 to 1-6 to 1-7. They're going to have two good picks. That's what it boils down to. What's your point? My point was what well, I was trying to get to. Not get, after I got you upset. I apologize for that. My point was the fact is we all know you, you already said that Carolina – should not give up on Bryce Young. Am I correct? Yes, I've said that. Okay. And I, I think and I'm hoping if things work out with these two bad teams that work that with their post, I really believe it's going to happen this way. This is my opinion. That it's going to be Carolina, 
Chicago at the end of the year. And the Bears should not give up on whatever Justin Fields is doing and bring in Marvin Harrison and bring in Brock Bowers if they are there at the end of the year. Why not? That would be awesome for them. But overall, these two teams aren't crap. That was the only thing I was trying to tell you. I don't want to ever piss you off. You're a good young man. I love hold hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. Thank you. You ain't pissing me off. There ain't nothing that crazy in life where somebody calling me talking about sports on the radio is going to piss me off. But what I'd like to do is at least get a point across where you actually listen. That that would be appreciated. And, and I so, think I'm doing that. You, yeah, you, you could have got right to the point and just said, hey, JR, I think they should take a tight end and a wide receiver if they have it. That would save us a lot of time, Travis. Well, I, I'm sorry. My old man just called you every now, every how, now and then. How old are you? Him. How old are you? 60. No, you're not an old man. And, and to be honest, <laughs> no, you're I not. I have kids older than you. <laughs> yeah, uh, how, how old am I? I think you're 27. No, so do me a favor. Don't call and call <laughs> me uh, a young man. I'm, I'm older than your kids, Travis, by, oh, by, by quite a lot. Well, I know, my, and I think my kids might be older than that, though. But God love you, brother. Okay. I love your show. Thank you, okay. brother. Well, th- well, 60 years old, uh, no, you're, you're, you're not old by any stretch, and I'm, I'm much older than you think I am. Thank you, Travis. All right, God bless you, man. All right, thank you. <sighs> Sheesh. Hey, Shep, like, well, my God. Well, Vic Ugh. Travis was chomping at the bit to get in that insight when it comes to draft picks and compensatory picks, and so. How, I, but how hard is it to say? <laughs> how hard is it to say, Jr. I don't think they should draft the quarterback. I think they should just get Justin Fields help with wide receiver and in uh, tight end. And he would happen to be right, by the way. Like, but why I, doesn't? Why right. can't he just say right. that? I th- why I'm, do we gotta walk around the block? Because I think, and I'm not saying Big Travis is guilty of this from Fairfax, but I think when people get on the air, they get a little more pep in their step, and they understand that like they make it a minute, two minutes, sometimes three minutes, four minutes, and they just want to make sure that their call is worthwhile. I let people talk more than anybody else anywhere. I would agree. Uh, I would definitely agree with that for sure. But I also think it's exciting for most people, especially people that listen to the show on a regular basis. When they get on the airwaves, they get excited. And so when you get excited, you feel like you want to really go back and forth and you feel like you want to engage full throttle. And so sometimes you lose the aspect of listening and being able to process what you're saying. Um, And Big Travis, to to your point, JR, 60? I mean, we've said it. Hubie Brown. old. No, no. I'm an old man at 60. But but I think but you are you. I mean, to do what you're doing, though, you're still because I because I I know I I do know your age. Uh, You you're not a young, young man, but. The man said I'm 27. No, you're definitely no, no, you're definitely not. You know, no, there's not yeah, a two. Yeah, that was a while ago. Here's the hint: there's not a two in front of your age. That I that I know, um, but you are very young to be have done what you have been doing for as long as you have been doing it. Oh yeah, but he he ain't old at 60. No, I you're not. Young no, 60s middle aged Jr. Let's put it this way: that man wouldn't want. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to talk to any of his kids anyway. <laughs> Well, you know what I was, you know what I was uh, befuddled by, and I, I, Big Travis seems like a responsible human being. You're befuddled by what? He was like, I think, I think my kids are older than that. Didn't you hear that last part? 
He's yeah, like, I, I think my kids are older than that. And I'm thinking to myself, Big Trav, you sound like a, a, a dad that is there firsthand yeah. every single day. How do you not know how old your kids are? Yeah, well, I mean, they get to a point where it's just, hey, they're alive, and that's all that matters. Well, listen, I'm not going to confuse Big Trav for Nick Cannon or Phillip Rivers anytime soon. Oh, my God. How many kids does Nick Cannon have? He's got 12, I believe. Nick Cannon has 12 I kids. I believe he has 12, and here's the, here's like kind of the Mariah worst part. Carey has two of them. And Philip Rivers has eleven. And if you, yeah, and if you include Nick Cannon, she's got three. Uh, and but, Antonio <laughs> Cromartie has how many kids? Uh, probably eight or nine. But he, only. But here's the yeah. But here's here's the difference though. I don't. I I think Nick Cannon sees having all these kids as part of his brand. You can't. You can't be a a a, a look at look. I'm 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 a dog dad. I am not a, a dad of a human being, so I can't talk to the extremes that most people can These listen to four, the show that are fathers. Four or five uh, different mothers, by right? Nick Cannon, like right. you can't be. And yeah. Jr. Correct me if I'm wrong. And anybody, please correct me if I'm wrong. You cannot be a great father to anybody if you have twelve kids. It's just flat out reckless, yeah. if you I, ask I me. I think I think you've uh, spread yourself thin unless they're all in the house and then. Uh, but even yeah, but he, that's, that's that tough. but that's worse. I mean, unless it's just the Van Traps and the Sound of Music, like that's worse. To have them all under one roof. Well, in that instance, like they had like no, a. No, that's great. That's right. fine. No, but no, but, it's not great. But I mean, damn. That's but okay, a lot of so kids. Nick Cannon could probably afford a fourteen-bedroom and, yeah. and bathroom house. I get yeah, that. Yeah, but the thing, the fact of the matter is, I mean, when you start spreading yourself, then it. I think personally, I think that's unfair to the kids. That's right. Just me. I mean, does each kid have their own personal secretary, you know, a living nanny matter. and house each cleaner? Each kid, they, they got to share one dad. He's one person. And, right, uh, right. One dad for 12 kids spread out all over the country? Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of wild there. I mean, that's more people on a football field at, at one time, for God's sakes. Yeah, well, he'll, he's going, well, one day he'll be a grandpa and, uh, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, never mind. He may have a hundred, he may have a hundred biological grandkids. Nick Cannon? He might. Uh. Yeah, give him some time. All they'd have to do is have eight kids instead of 12, and he would have 100 grandkids. How's Octomom doing? Where's she at? Oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, yeah, that's, that's a mess. I haven't heard about Octomom in a minute. I think we're Look, better off for that. I'll Google Octomom in a break. <laughs> okay. I'll have an update for everybody on the other she side. She didn't go I to will. Shepherd University. That I know. Did she go to any? I know. It, never mind. No. I'm, <laughs> I was going to say, I know where she went. Uh no. Uh, okay, I can't say where she went. And we know where she's been. Uh, she went to a town university. I'll let you figure out what's in front of town. <laughs> it's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I have an update on Octomom, and then we'll hear from Lane Kiffin here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. This is the first day that I've heard your show. And what a fine, great show. You have a smooth delivery and the way that you handle talk radio. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Been talking about the Bears beating the Panthers tonight, 16-13. to There was some other news earlier in the day. Unfortunately, it's surrounding Lane Kiffin. I know Michigan has gotten a lot of attention over the past couple of weeks with this sign-stealing scandal. 
Uh, people are expecting some type of suspension or punishment for Jim Harbaugh in Michigan at some point over the next couple of days. And Michigan has already tried to, you know, hit out against it. Now, in the case of Lane Kiffin, what the hell is going on with him? Uh, Ole Miss is getting ready to take on the Georgia Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are looking for their 27th consecutive victory. And Ole Miss is just trying to screw up the entire college football playoff. And then also, you know, maybe make a strong case for themselves. Not that I think that that will happen, but they're trying to trying to screw things up. But unfortunately for Lane Kiffin, today the world learned that his defensive tackle, I want to say former, but he's still on the team, so says the school, DeSanto Rollins. Back on March 21st, well, let's go back even further. On February 27th, DeSanto Rollins, he's a defensive tackle for Ole Miss, he had a meeting with Lane Kiffin, and he talked about not being mentally prepared to play, said that he was dealing with depression and that he was going to go ahead and take a break. Now, at that point, Lane Kiffin let him know that he was going to be demoted from the defensive line, defensive line down to a scout team, offensive line. And so DeSanto Rollins stepped away from the team and he was requested to talk to coach, which he said he wasn't ready for. And so February 27th was their first meeting. They did not connect again until March 21st of this year. And they had a conversation that DeSanto Rollins decided to record. And that conversation sounded like this. It started off with Lane Kiffin saying, well, this. If you would have come here when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't. Well, what f-ing world do you live in? I don't see why you got to be disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm... See ya. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your f-ing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach has to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, Okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the push. It's called hiding behind and not showing up to work. Yeah, he called him a shop. What did you say? A wussy, right? Yeah, just replace that with another uh, letter, and I, we know what that letter is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that was from Lane Kiffin, and so the school and Lane Kiffin are being sued for forty million dollars. Okay. $40 million they're being sued for. Do I think this man, young man, DeSanto Rollins, is going to get $40 million? No, I don't. The school has also hit back and responded by saying, uh, despite what you just heard from Lane Kiffin, that he'd be kicked off the team, so on and so forth, is that he's still on a team, he's still on scholarship, and he still has access to all of the resources, education, etc., that he would have. And so I guess the words are, were empty there, by Lane Kiffin. Now, there are a few things that can be true here. I find all of these things to be true. There are a lot of people that are overly sensitive. That is true. I also understand there are a lot of people who are insensitive. And so having said that, I don't know what the hell else the school has done. Lane Kiffin and the university, the representative, whatever you want to call him, they could have done better. If the man is depressed, 
And yeah, there are a lot of people who run around and claim it. And there are a lot of people who are. And a lot of people suffer and they suffer silently without a shadow of a doubt. But what other help did they get? I don't think it's enough to say, hey, I told you. He told you to come talk to coach. And he's like, I'm depressed. He told you that. From the minute the guy said that he was depressed, he wasn't in a good mindset, what did you, what did the school do to try to support him, to try to help him, to get him resources to see how he was feeling, how he could improve his mental health? What did y'all do? Because just saying, hey, we called you to come to work is not good enough. That's not good enough. And so do I think he's going to get 40 mil? No. No, no, I don't. You going to get something? Possibly. Maybe he gets nothing. I, I just know that the university and the school could have done better. And if you're Lane Kiffin, take this as a lesson. If you're a person in any individual in power, you should conduct yourself. And this is, this is just people in general. You should try to conduct yourself like everybody's listening, like everybody's watching. It shouldn't take a recorded phone call or, or, or being a hidden camera this. No, uh-uh. Act like you are responsible. Act like you're accountable or be held accountable at all times. Something bad shouldn't have to happen for people to act right. But that's human behavior. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855 212 for CBS. Spencer's here from Reno. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I want to know whatever happened to innocent until uh, proven guilty. It seems like every time there's an accusation against a white coach, it's uh, believe the player and get rid of the coach. Why don't they get their day in court? Uh, Pat Fitzgerald bled purple for 25 years, and all of a sudden his career is gone. Jim Harbaugh buys a hamburger for a kid, and everybody wants him out. And now you're going after Lane Kiffin. What would you say when uh, Mel Tucker had his accusations against him? Well, I also said that he was an ass for what he did, and he put himself in a terrible position. Uh, I actually said that here on the radio, Spencer. This is not a matter. Uh, have you guys learned anything can, about the uh, Duke Lacrosse uh, scandal S- when you ruin those white players' lives forever? Oh my God, Spencer, can you pause for a second? Yeah, I done? will. Well, th- thank you so much. I answered you about Mel Tucker, and you didn't have a retort because for me, for me, and this is a point that you made in regards to race. I could care less what color anybody is okay i hope you listen to me very carefully and i want you to listen and not respond i want you to listen and take in what i'm saying i'm gonna say it again very slowly for you because it might be necessary i do not give a damn what color anybody is wrong is wrong and so we can go down or you can go down a list of black versus black or white versus white, you certainly like the look at a black coach who had some accusations and you dare ask me what I thought or said about that. And we had a conversation about how terrible, disgusting of a mistake that he made. You can go back and look that up in the archives. There is not a one size fits all or one scenario that checks all. And this is not a matter of innocent until proven guilty. This is not a court of law. You just heard the audio and I provided you an opinion based on it. And so what I want to encourage you to do, Spencer, I want you to go ahead and look in the mirror and I want you to try to understand why you are so bothered or so upset by something that I just presented to you as fact. You just heard audio from Lane Kiffin, correct? 
Yeah, but yes. No, 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 no. I'm not done yet. No, no, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Shut up. Go look in the mirror and try to figure out why you are so bothered or so upset. This is not the court. I just played you audio. What is there to decide about innocent or guilty? I just told you what he's guilty of being. He's guilty of being an ass. You just heard the audio. I also told you I don't think the kid is going to get the money. Just because you're not guilty in a court of law doesn't mean you ain't guilty of being an ass. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, if you got to be bothered about race, then that's a you problem. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Man, I love the show. Yeah, I just want to say, man, your show is not a show if I don't get at least one. Oh, God, from you. What is your call? With this guy talking about Robert De Niro. And you're like, well, what's the point? Well, you know, he ate pizza and his son. And these last five minutes had to have been the most hilarious I've ever heard on your show. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, I'm learning more about all the intricacies that I bring to the radio. Oh, God. I learned yesterday, a young lady called and she says, like, you say damn the way you say damn, damn. Yeah. Well, listen, folks, it is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I need to let you know this. This is also very important to let you know. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Are you stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group and do it now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at WesleyFinancialGroup.com. Going to get your calls in before I got to roll out. Of course, I'll be back with you tomorrow. And uh, we're going to take a look at some more NFL games that will hopefully be better than what we witnessed tonight. This upcoming Sunday, of course, we got the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, We also have the Colts and the Patriots early Sunday morning. They're going to be playing out in Frankfurt. You had two consecutive weeks of football in Germany. Somehow, someway, the Falcons will find a way to lose to uh, a returning Kyler Murray. I mean, the Falcons are losing to every quarterback imaginable that has no business being in a game. Uh, Levis, Dobbs, a returning Kyler Murray. I'm sure that'll happen. a matter of fact, uh, this is what Kyler Murray had to say about what he's looking forward to the most. Just playing football, playing football. I feel um, that's what excites me the most. Obviously, um, being under a new, you know, I haven't, I haven't played, you know, for uh, for JG, for Drew. Um, but I've, I've got to witness it for the past however many months. And I've seen what's been put into it. I've seen the grind that's been put into it. Nice to know that Jonathan Gannon has a nickname, JG. Yes. And then on Sunday Night Football, we got a great matchup. Can't wait for this. The New York Jets and the Raiders should be fun. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Philly Mac calling from Massachusetts. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jay. Uh, How are you? It's been a while. Well, thank um, you. What's up? I was talking to Jay. Uh, I mean, um, who? Yep, me. In the past. It, like okay. 17, 18 minutes ago. So, uh, how do I say this? Um, last time I talked to you guys, I was talking to you 
was like just before we went up the show, but I was saying about sports and about people attacking the people. But I had said something about some of my family members were part of a fire. It was like back in April. Well, okay. my family members survived and they're doing really well. Good. So I've been listening to you guys for a while, and I went into a depression. I'm 61 years old, bro. I deal with post-traumatic stress, but I've re-arisen. And um, so the last couple of weeks, every once in a while, some individuals decide on a national stadium, national show like yours, right. to either attack you or shit. So I've been listening, and I, I'm, I'm the fourth of seven children, so I'm used to being a defender. Okay. Right? And last night, when that individual was attacking Shep, and he basically said he's fake, I listened to everything. You guys actually kind of like, you were so polite and easygoing. But that's your guy, and I listen to Shep when he has his individual show without you, and both right. you guys are not fake in any way. I remember back in April, I can actually tell you it's the third Thursday in April, and that individual from Alabama was calling, and I was going back and forth, and he got racist, and both you and Shep were really upset, and you made it clear that is not who you guys are. You guys remember that show? Uh, not not really, but go ahead. Thank but yeah, you. that's where it went down, right? Okay. So, so I've re-arisen, and last night I was sitting here and listening back and forth, and the way that Shep did that, you heard him out. You heard the guy out. You guys actually gave him, like, one to escape. But in the end of it, the fact that he still said, I respect you, dude, in some way, there was no respect. He was calling him a fake because he didn't even know Shep. And Shep was saying, you don't know me. I never admitted that I party and break bread with Anthony Davis. Yeah. Even you said that, right, JR, yeah. right? You know yes. him because... The industry, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting here listening to the whole situation in my life and things going on. Next week, I'm going to have a meeting with a board of directors from my, it's a semi-pro football team. We're going to the national championship. Okay. Second year in a row in Florida. Yeah. yeah. And we're a nonprofit, and we had a meeting yesterday about standards and about being respectful, no matter yeah. what, no matter what Minimal. everybody has to say in any. In any strategy. Now, listen to the way you guys dealt with that last night with that individual. He's just a punk dude. And I hope, I hope he had a bad day. Oh, well, I ain't wishing bad on nobody, Philly Mac. Was an, well, and I know that, you. and I respect that. Okay, that's all, you right, and okay. all right. Well, listen, Philly Mac, I got, I got more people I got to get on. I appreciate, the, I appreciate the kind words, and you call me up anytime. And good luck with everything you got going on, okay? Thank you, buddy. I right, no doubt. I ain't going to wish ill on nobody. Look, I, I, I don't suffer for, for ignorance at all. That's just one thing I don't do. Like, nobody's going to come here and attack me and make me feel bad. Look, I sleep very well at night. It don't matter what anybody says about me. Uh, the fact of the matter is I, I just have zero, zero, zero tolerance or patience for ignorance because we have enough of it in the world, and we got enough problems, and the fact of it is uh, people need to step outside of their comfort zones a lot of the times and actually listen. Big Mac is calling from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR? How are you? We're up against the up against it. Go ahead. 
Yes, sir. This is Big Mac from Other Night, man. Did you go get that Big Mac after the show? I did not get a Big Mac after the show because it appears that McDonald's ran out of Big Macs. And they all out of that dollar menu, too, when we t- talking about the other night. I heard man, a dollar menu like, doesn't exist no more. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, man, they took it all away, Jerry. But, yeah, man, I just wanted to bring in some good vibes and good thoughts uh, at the end of the show here. And, you know, through the controversy, a couple of little calls that came in, you know, a couple people might have been off, off something, whatever, who knows. But uh, I did want to say that all. Uh, I had you guys back in the guy. Uh, gosh, you got oh, Big, the Big Mac, is the, where's the phone? Did it slip between your armpit? What happened? Can you hear me now? Yeah, where was the phone at? Oh, oh man, it's slipping down off the side of my face, I guess, Jay. I yeah, got I did. Well, right listen, here. you, you got you got, a, you got 15 seconds. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to lay it like this. Um, it was 19 touchdown uh, passes <laughs> that the guy threw in college. Okay, thank you. <laughs> It wasn't yeah, twenty. It was, it was nineteen. Okay. It was it was nineteen. So I I got your back on that one, and I had the back of you. Uh, you got okay. it. Said he stays on the phone. Thank you, thank you, Mac. You drive but, uh, safe, okay? Uh, have a blessed one, you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank the show you. Thank is you. Absolutely awesome. The show. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Tony from Massachusetts. You know how to get in and out. Go ahead. You got ten seconds. What up, Jay? I was gonna comment on that other call, man, but it just shows where people are. By the way. They, they respond to certain stuff that they hear. But anyway, I think you're dead on about Chicago. I think they're going to draft the quarterback, and I'm thinking that's probably their best move because I can see, like, Justin Fields ending up in a place like maybe Pittsburgh. I don't want him to come to New England because they'll just kill him. But I just want to know your opinion on that. I'm just going to hang up and listen. I would love that. That would be cool, Tony. Thank you for calling from Massachusetts. It's, he, I, I think Fields, unless there's a miracle coming the rest of the season with Chicago, I think Fields is ultimately going to be done. And I think it would be cool if he did end up in a place like Pittsburgh and he could continue to develop. But, yeah, can he pick it in that offense? Where are they going? Nowhere. Who knows? Maybe Justin Fields in Pittsburgh might be a situation where things work out. But that's a conversation for another day. The JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's done. It's a wrap. It's finito. Be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. We'll be talking about the upcoming NFL games for the weekend. We'll be talking some college football. We got a lot to do. If you miss me in the interim, you can go ahead and find me all over the place. I am at JR Sport Brief on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, X, IG, all of it. Don't miss me too much. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. And thank you to you for listening. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm gone. JR Sport Brief Show finished. But Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. So don't move. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.